This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Tech Guide episode 414. Hello and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech. And a big welcome to to our first-time listeners. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, there's an app that can detect early signs of COVID-19. D-Link has released new Wi-Fi 6 mesh routers to improve your home's wireless performance. And Nintendo Super Mario has joined forces with Lego, so you can build your own interactive games. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to share our verdict on the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 Ultra. We'll also check out the Jabra Speak 750 speakerphone and Signet's new Charge Up Edge HD Plus. Uh, this is a 27K power bank. It can charge your laptop anywhere. And we'll also answer all your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, we are living in a time of the COVID-19 virus, our lives have all changed. If you're listening to this in Victoria, you're in lockdown stages, you can't leave your home after a certain time. If you're in other parts of the country, in other parts of the world, uh, there are effects everywhere. You have to sign into cafes or a restaurant or uh, keep social distancing. Uh, We can't travel internationally. So it's really affected a lot of people and the thing where the, the, the testing process is also something else entirely. I'm sure some of you listening right now have had that test. And that test involves, uh, it's a pretty uncomfortable test. I, ha- I haven't had the test, but from what I'm hearing, I know a lot of friends and actually a couple of members of my family have had tests. And part of it involves uh, a swab that has to be taken right at the right up your nose, the almost touching your brain, which is a little painful, a little uncomfortable. But there is actually an app that provides a, a non-invasive test for you to see whether you may have the early signs of COVID-19. So what, what it basically does, it's, it's called ClearScan. This is an American app, available only for Android users initially. And it utilises the camera on your smartphone uh, almost like you're taking a selfie. It, that's how simple it is. And it can actually accurately measure your oxygenation levels. And what that means is your ability to absorb oxygen into your bloodstream. And that can actually be detected through this app. Now, th- this is an important test because COVID-19 is a respiratory virus and it's a respiratory illness. So there, if there's a decrease of partial oxygen in your blood... This is a sign that your lungs are not absorbing the right amount of oxygen. And and this this could then give prompt you, uh, if it does detect this in you when you're using this app, it would prompt you then to get checked out. And it uses the camera on your on your smartphone and again Android select Android devices. There is a link on Tech Guide where you can download it. For, for these select Android smartphones. Its reason it's select is because it actually needs 
a recent model device that's capable of filming 30 frames per second because it basically shoots a little video that runs for about 40 to 45 seconds. And in this video, it's actually focusing on the upper cheek regions of your face. So it's looking at your skin using a mixture of signal processing, artificial intelligence, machine learning, looking at the upper region of your cheeks, would you believe? And from here, it can extract the... It's it's shortened to PPG. And, it, and PPG is short for photoplethysmography. That's a signal, the PPG signal. And it can calculate PPG, your heart rate, oxygen saturation, and your respiration rate just by filming your face for 40 seconds. So... As I said, PPG is non-invasive. It's an optical technique, and it calculates through your skin the blood volume changes in the microvascular bed of tissue at the skin surface. So can you believe from just looking at your face, it can tell all these things, your heart rate, oxygenation, stress levels, and it takes that oxygenation portion, of course, and then tells you your reading and if your reading is below 90 plus then that may be caused to for you to get a test now there's no one there's no saying that that is that if your oxygenation levels are slightly lower we're not saying that you've definitely got covid but it isn't a sign that you may be getting it so it would it would be precautionary for you to get a test now doing this also rather rather than having a a, a extra large cotton bud stuck up your nose. This is also a way for you to get that first reading, but also at the same time you're minimising human contact. So you're not seeing, you're not near anyone. You're not. You don't have to go to a clinic where there could potentially have been COVID positive patients in the line ahead of you. So here's another way you can do it, and it is available for those select Android devices. So I think if you've got a Samsung phone or a pretty high end Android device that's released in the last year or two, then you will be able to take advantage of ClearScan and detect the early signs of COVID. As easy as shooting a little selfie video. Uh, and I'm sure you're all used to taking selfies, but here's a selfie that could potentially show if you've got uh, the coronavirus. ClearScan, this is from a company called Clear United. They're a pretty big medical company in the US and it, uh, it runs through the front-facing camera. So you need to frame yourself up uh, there's a little green square that appears so that your face is centered. So there is face detection. So it uses that technology. And then once you're in position, you tap scan and the the green you, the green grid helps you stay in frame for 45 seconds. So it's examining your face for that time. And as I said, it's measuring your minimum, maximum pulse rate, mean pulse rate, stress level, oxygen level, BPM, which is beats per minute, and those ever important oxygenation levels clear scan it's it's free if you want to download it if your phone is capable of downloading it uh, there is a link i've placed on tech guide there's also some screenshots if you're keen to see what it looks like and how it works if you want to check that out further feel free to head over to techguide.com.au this is tech guide with stephen fennec One of the questions I'm asked most often by your good selves, whether you're a reader or a listener, 
whether you've heard me on the Tech Guide podcast or on one of my many segments on 2GB and other radio stations, one of the most often asked questions is, my Wi-Fi needs improving, how do I, how do, I do it? And oftentimes people, and this includes people on the NBN, they think that their poor network performance is uh, is the result of a, a poor NBN connection when I think 95% of the time the people who have contacted me claiming that their NBN is no good, um, 95% of the time it's actually not the NBN that's no good, it's their wireless network that's no good. So what I suggest before I talk about the D-Link new Wi-Fi 6 mesh routers, before I do that, and what I tell uh, the these people who contact me with these with these issues, I tell them to do two things. First of all, go to your modem and plug in to one of the Ethernet ports on the back of the modem a cable and attach that to a laptop to a laptop computer or a desktop computer, and run a speed test. So go to speedtest.net run a speed test. Now that that would be the true indication of your speed, your internet speed or NBN speed in coming into your home. And once they have that reading, which normally is close to the speed they're paying for. So, so for example, if you're on the 5020, so that's 50 megabits per second down, 20 megabits per second up. So if you're on that plan, 5020, you should be getting 46, 47 down and perhaps 18, 19 up, which is about right. You're never going to get the exact amount, although in some cases there is some over-provisioning going on, and I have heard of some people on 50 plans getting 52, 53 megabits per second. Even me, myself, I've had, I'm on the 140, so 100 down, 40 up. I'm on I'm an Optus customer fibre to the curb. I've, I've recorded a couple of 101s and 102s actually here, so that over-provisioning is great. But getting back to this issue so once you've done that speed test with a cable to your computer, laptop or desktop, next step would be for you to go to the middle of your house and get out your mobile device or your tablet and connect to your network and get download the speed test app and run the same speed test. Now what I find if, if I tell people that if this speed in the middle of your home compared to the speed of at the modem if it's less if it's less than half of what you're getting with a cable then it's your it's your Wi-Fi that's to blame that you need to improve the Wi-Fi network now traditionally what we see the NBN whatever network provider you join they'll provide you with a modem a modem router so the modem which brings the internet into your home and the router which creates the wireless network what i've found my experience is that the modem part is great. The router part is rubbish. And if you, unless you're living in a one-room apartment, which how many of how many of us are, then you're going to have issues with your Wi-Fi. Especially here in Australia, there's a lot of people who live on on. We've got quarter-acre blocks here. The people that modems at the front of the house, the the living area is the back of the house, and they don't get a, a great connection. So what you really need to do is improve the Wi-Fi. And one way of doing that is there are many solutions, but the latest that I've seen is the D-Link Wi-Fi 6 mesh router. Now, the show is sponsored by Netgear, and I've, I recommend the Netgear Orbi to everyone because not only are they a sponsor, but 
I, I believe their Orbi mesh Wi-Fi router systems are probably the best on the market. I haven't seen anything that performs better. Everyone I've recommended them to uh, have uh, have all come back to me and said, yeah, but solve the problem. But D-Link have, have their own version. This is the this is a mesh router. So this is a one-off product. The Orbi system is a satellite, a, a main in a satellite or sometimes two satellites. This is a mesh six, a Wi-Fi six mesh router. So what this does this would be connected to the modem that you've that the NBN has provided. And this then takes over your Wi-Fi network. And being Wi-Fi 6 means it's the very latest wireless standard, which is 802.11ax, otherwise known as Wi-Fi 6. So what this does, it the improvement of Wi-Fi 6, it's up to 40% faster connecting to devices, multiple devices at once, streaming multiple streams at once, and the throughput. So the throughput is what you see, the big improvement here. And there's also beam forming technology as well. So here is a modem that can actually lock on to various devices in your home. Even as you move about your home, it is providing this this connection. Now, the these new routers, there's two of them. There's the AX1800 and there's the AX5400. Now, the numbers in those modems, and this is typical across, uh, in those routers, this is typical across the, the category. Whenever you see numbers in the router name, it usually reflects their speed. In the case of the AX1800, this is a dual band modem, a dual band router, and there are two bands, 2.4 and 5 gigahertz. Now, the, in the case of the 1800, the 2.4 gigahertz band can provide up to 600 megabits per second on your network, on, the, on Wi-Fi, whereas the 5 gigahertz can go 1,200 1, megabits per second or 1.2 gigabits per second. So that adds up to 600 plus 1,200 adds up to AX1800. Now, the 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 other model, which is the AX5400, so you know what I'm going to say here, the 2.4 gigahertz band is 600 megabits per second, but the 5 gigahertz band is 4,800 megabits per second. That's pretty fast, and that adds up to 5,400. So as you can see here, the AX1800 is the inferior device, the 5400 is the superior device. And that gives you, like the 5400 would be ideal if you've got a lot of devices, few people living in your house, you want the throughput, you're a gamer, you're watching 4K Netflix, things like that. The 1800 would be maybe someone living by themselves or a couple. Uh, that That's plenty plenty of speed to to get things done. So that that's the why they do, they don't just put out one device, they put out a couple so that it suits various users. Now, in this case, there are power amplifiers and that beamforming technology that I already mentioned, which extends the reach to your devices in your home. So this these devices can support up to six simultaneous streams. So if you're streaming data or video, your VR gaming, you want to access some cloud storage, then you've got those faster data streams thanks to Wi-Fi 6 and this associated technology, that beamforming technology. Uh, there's also gigabit Ethernet LAN ports. That's local area network ports. So maybe one of these modems might be near your gaming console. You can connect a cable from the back of the PlayStation or the Xbox to the router. It might be near your television. You can get a cable or whatever device you have. You might want to connect a Blu-ray player or some other connected device you're able to do that. A set-top box or your Foxtel box, if they're close by, then by all means, use the cable. Uh, 
and there are four. There are actually five ports. So one to let in the internet, the other four to to one. The yellow port connects to your modem, and then the other four ports are able to connect to your devices. So uh, it, it is. It, it does offer that superior performance. What it also does, it's also smart enough to offer greater efficiency with the network. And what it does, it uses what they call coloring, coloring the signal. So it takes each signal and colors it. So in other words, gives it a unique identifier in the code so that there's less interference between the bands and between devices when you're in a more congested environment. So there's more range, less interference, and that makes for better Wi-Fi. So now with your modem at the front of your house perhaps and your entertainment area or your living area in the middle or the back of the house, you are now able to get this greater range. Now ideally, your modem should be located in the middle of your house. That's perfect because it can equally send the signal out to the rest of your home. But unfortunately for a lot of people, the first point in their house that the NBN connects to is in the front, very front of the house. I've heard of people with their modem in their garage because that's the first phone point that it was found. You have to talk to your internet service provider to perhaps move that connection into the house. But the NBN's obligation ends at the very first point in the house. And this has been an issue for some people. They, they didn't realize that you can talk to your internet service provider, so your retail provider, your Optus, Telstra, Aussie Broadband, whoever you're with, and you need to negotiate with them then to move the connection. Because NBN's responsibilities end at that very first point. I had that issue here with my, with my. Uh, I got fibre to the curb, which comes in through fibre along the footpath, copper from the pit to my house. The first point was at the very front corner of my house, but the modem is in my office of my home. That's another another room further down in towards the middle of the house. So I had to negotiate with Optus to come and move that connection and sort it out for me here because my previous Optus connection, that was where the modem was located. So there's a that's been another issue where the responsibilities, where the responsibilities of the NBN end and where the responsibilities of your service provider begin. There is sometimes a bit of a gap there that does frustrate a lot of customers. But one frustration, your Wi-Fi, that is solved with a product like this, the, the D-Link the DIR-X1860, which is the AX1800, and the DIR-X5460, which is the AX5400. Now, these are priced at $499.95 for the AX5400, that's the faster one, and $299.95 for the 1800. Uh, they're available from dlink.com.au and from all authorised D-Link partners like JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, the good guys, Bing Lee, all your major retailers, uh, Officeworks, places like that. And if you, if it is, do that test that I suggested. If your NBN, your Wi-Fi is a little bit bit iffy, uh, uh, don't go blaming the NBN just yet. Do your test. It could actually be your Wi-Fi. So uh, a good good thing for you to check out. And if there is an improvement needed, you can then maybe remedy that problem with one of these D-Link routers. If you want to read more about the D-Link Mesh Wi-Fi 6 routers, you can check them out at techguide.com. You know what? We're, we've been fans of Super Mario for a long time. My brother's name's Mario, for God's sake. We're always fans of Mario. Super Mario. Little fun fact, uh, back in the day, uh, I actually wrote my brother Mario's biography. So it was uh, called Personal Best. 
And uh, this was I ghost wrote it, so it's in told in the first person. And I wrote the book back in oh, it's back in 1993 when I was working in the sports department of the Daily Telegraph. But um, one of the initial titles they suggested for the book was Super Mario. But uh, thankfully, uh, sanity prevailed, and the personal best, which is the name I suggested, that became the name of the book. And some of you may have read it, some of you may not. It's probably not. It's it's definitely out of print now. But I think you can pick up copies on eBay. But anyway, getting back to this this topic of Super Mario, the Nintendo Super Mario, the plumber that we all know and love. Uh, well, there's a new version of Super Mario that combines two very fun things. First of all, Super Mario, we all know that. We've all probably played the game in our childhood or might still even be playing now. But there's a new starter course that you can build using Lego. And who doesn't love Lego? It's combined with Super Mario and Lego. It's Ticking, ticking all the boxes so you're creating you're creating the world the course that super mario can run so this is a fun interactive game there's even an app that gets involved which not only provides the building instructions so that you do have to build the thing but also then provides suggestions for other ways to play so everything we love about lego and super mario combine to create this this game you can feel and touch and interact with on your own or in a group. Now, it all starts, though, with the Lego Mario. Now, this is a little figure that takes a couple of AAA batteries. He's got LCD eyes. There's a screen, so his eyes are very expressive. There's also a screen on his stomach as well, so you see whether when he picks up coins and you can hear all the sound effects and music. Um, and he's also got a sensor uh, in un- near his feet, so there is a little scanner that is sort of on the bottom of the figure. So when he hops over the obstacles that you build, he's collecting coins. So you'll see when you're building the course, and the course involves signs and, and houses and other characters and mushrooms and pipes and you name it, all the things you've seen in the game, you're actually building them. You build these. It comes with instructions. It's a bit of work, actually, but fun, though. You're building these great characters. And this is purpose-built, of course, for the Lego Mario, for the Super Mario Lego. And you'll see some blocks that actually have little barcodes on them. So when Mario jumps over and lands on that on that little brick with the, with the barcode, he scores some points and plays some music, and it's a really fun little thing you can create. And you're not locked into the, the order of your course. So you might have, there's a starter pack, which gives you the basic course that you lay out. Uh, there's all these different packets that you got to open up and, and build in a certain order. And that's fun in itself. But what you can do, naturally, Lego wants you to buy more than one pack. So there is one starter course pack, but several expansion packs so you can build the world even further, build even longer, more complicated courses. There's expansion packs like Bowser's Castle Boss, Toad's Treasure Hunt, Mario's House and Yoshi, Boomer Bill Barrage, Piranha Plant Power, The Womp's Lava Trouble, Desert Pokey, Guarded Fortress. And all you Nintendo fans, your childhood is revisiting you right now. And here's a way you can build a physical version of the games that we used to play on our on our consoles and on our handheld devices. Now you can build it in Lego and see it, feel it in a physical version of that game. And it's Lego and it's Super Mario. And 
if, if you're into Super Mario and never sort of done much with Lego, this will make you a fan. And vice versa, if you're a Super Mario, oh, sorry, if you're a Lego fan and maybe not delve too much into Super Mario, this is a very fun way of getting into it. This 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 whole beautiful new interactive universe you can enter. And these are purpose-built kits, of course, so that all the characters and all the obstacles, the pipes and flags and clouds and everything you see in the game, there's a physical version that you can build out of Lego. If you're a fan, it ticks all the boxes. And it's interactive too. Don't forget there's the app as well that suggests ways for you to play and also gives you the instructions on how to build everything. Uh, so if you, you can load that on your phone or your tablet. It really is a fun way of it's fun building it, but also a hell of a lot of fun playing it as well. You can play against your friends, play by yourself. A terrific new set from Lego. Uh, the 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 starter course, the Adventures with Mario starter course, available now and priced at eighty nine dollars ninety five. And then there are all these expansion packs. They start from forty nine ninety five, depending on the ones you buy. There are some that are a little bit more expensive. There are also character packs that you can buy for $5.99 each. So if you want to add a few more characters to your game, you can do that as well. So it's naturally Lego is is aimed at not you buying one pack but five packs. That's how Lego works because you get the bug and you want to build more and you want to expand your collection. And Super Mario, this new starter course, the Mario Lego starter course, has tapped into that feeling most definitely. The Super Mario, well, the, the actual starter pack is called Adventures with Mario Lego Starter Course. Uh, they, it, it is available now, $89.95. The expansion pack started at $49.95. If you're a Lego fan, get into it. If you're a Super Mario fan, get into it because you're going to really enjoy this whole new interactive way of playing this beloved game. If you're a Nintendo fan, it's a no-brainer. If you're a Lego fan, give it a try. Super Mario Lego. Check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Is your Wi-Fi struggling to keep up with your streaming, your work, your gaming, your video calling? And what about if it's all happening at once? When you're connected to your world by Wi-Fi, be sure it's the best. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the best and latest in Wi-Fi. It covers your entire home with the fastest Wi-Fi for uninterrupted streaming, video calling and working and learning from home on more devices than ever before in any part of your house. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Ready for the best Wi-Fi ever? Find out more at netgear.com.au slash best Wi-Fi. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off the reviews this week, well, it's the biggest phone release we've had for quite a while. This is the Galaxy Note Note 20 Ultra. Uh, There are two Notes. There's the Note 20 and the Note 20 Ultra. I was given the Ultra for my review. This is Samsung's flagship and powerful smartphone. This, I think, is the smartphone to beat on the market right now. It ticks every single box. Whatever type of user you happen to be, whether you're a you're a on-the-go product, pr- productivity 
uh, if it's gaming, if it's a creating content, consuming content, keep getting things done on the move, staying connected, then this has ticked every single box you can think of. The, the two devices, the Note 20, the Note 20 Ultra, are powered by the same silicon. The, the Note 20, though, has a smaller screen. It's a 6.7-inch it's a screen. Uh, the Note 20 Ultra has a 6.9-inch display, and both have HDR10 Plus certification. And the Note 20 Ultra actually has a 120 hertz refresh rate, so it's smoother looking screen, and uh, has also slightly higher resolution, as well as slightly higher PPI pixels per inch. But both displays look absolutely brilliant, as Samsung's displays always tend to be. This the AMOLED Infinity O displays, AMOLED Plus actually, Super AMOLED Plus. The Ultra is dynamic AMOLED 2x Infinity O display. Both look incredible. Uh, you never get tired of looking at these screens. And as I said, H HDR10 plus certification. So if you're looking at HDR content, it's get, you're getting the quality in the palm of your hand that you would expect on a 4K TV. So you're getting great, great quality right there on the screen. Uh, Screen-wise, uh, apart from the different sizes, the Note 20 actually has a flat screen, so flat edges, so flat all the way, side to side, whereas the Note 20 Ultra has more of, of a curved edge, so getting more of that uh, edgeless, bezel-less display does sort of make it look slightly more premium. That's why it's, it's the Note 20 Ultra, and uh, really does add to that look and the design. The design itself is actually pretty impressive, one thing, though, is unmissable on both uh, the Note 20 and the Note 20 Ultra is the massive camera bump. We're talking this thing juts out from the back nearly four millimetres. It's, it's, you cannot miss it. But despite that, uh, it does still, still feel pretty thin in your hand. The, the bump, though, if you put a cover on your phone, and I've got the Samsung official uh, uh, Ultra, the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra cover, what it, having the cover on it actually levels it out a bit more. So the, the, the back camera bump is leveled out because of the thickness of the case. It's about three millimetres. It's nearly level then on the back of the phone. So uh, that le levels out the back panel quite nicely. But without the cover uh, and you rest it on a surface, you, you're not getting a very stable uh, surface there because of that big camera bump uh, makes it rock, rock back and forth. So you need to probably hold it in your hand rather than you're resting on the table and doing things. The Galaxy Note 20, as I told you, powerful silicon, 7 nanometer, 64-bit octa-core, 3 gigahertz processor, uh, and up to 12 gigabytes of RAM. That's what you get on the Note uh, 20 Ultra 5G uh, and up to 5, 12 gigabytes of uh, internal storage as well. The Note 20 Ultra is the only one that has expandable memory though. Uh, the devices are available in 4G and 5G variants. So whether you want the Note 20, the Note 20 Ultra, there's 4G choices and 5G choices. 5G, if you want to pay a little bit more, is what you get. And that gets you in 5G areas, of course, gets you a bit faster connection. Now, this is a workhorse. And we, in the, in the couple of weeks we've had the Note 20 Ultra, we have really tested this out in terms of doing stuff on the move. I was actually able to write stories and edit them and post them to Tech Guide using just the Note 20 Ultra. And that's just using the phone. There is another feature, probably one of my favorite features is Samsung Dex. 
Now, this is the ability for you to connect your phone, the Note 20 or the Note 20 Ultra, with a HDMI cable to a monitor. And then you get this full screen experience. I've got a picture of it on Tech Guide. You'll see the phone connected with a cable to the monitor. And you get a desktop experience. So you'll be able to access your files, your in- the internet, email, your gallery, your settings. And you can have lots of, fo- lots of things open at once, like the browser, applications. And you, if you've got a wireless keyboard and a mouse, of course, then it is a true desktop experience. And seriously, the performance, you'll think, this is PC connected to this monitor, not a phone. But the beauty of this too is that not only are you getting stuff done, when you need to sit down with a keyboard and mouse, you can actually connect this. It's acting like a computer. But the beauty of it is when you need to go, unplug the monitor and take your phone with you, everything's with you. You don't have to worry about leaving any data behind because everything's on your phone. So when we start traveling again, imagine using this in an airport lounge connected to you to the monitor, use the keyboard and mouse, get your work done, boom, unplug your phone and you're on your way. You're on your flight when we eventually do that again. But just another example of how this is a real workhorse and how the performance there can back you up and get help you get things done. But of course, the big feature too on the Note is the S Pen. And I've always said that this is what makes the Note, the Note, is the S Pen. Now this is uh, the thing too that a few people have contacted me. They're disturbed that the S Pen is actually now on the other side of the phone. It used to go, you know how it stores inside the phone? So you look at the bottom of the phone and it used to store on the right-hand side of that bottom edge. Now it stores on the left and it, it threw a lot of people. I'm thinking, no, I'm used to it on the right. Anyway, it's got, it's on the left-hand side now, still as powerful as ever. In fact, it's got even new features. So of course it writes, response. the response rate on the writing is like writing on paper. There was a bit of a lag in the earlier models and some other devices that try this, but in this case, it's like instant response instant like you're writing on paper like a real pen or a pencil on paper and the not only are you able to write notes you can paint you can draw annotate documents annotate photos draw on photos draw on the on the cover on your lock screen it's it's such a handy for those people like myself who love that tactile feel of writing and getting stuff down this is ideal now the other feature too that i really like is the ability to record audio while you're taking notes so how this works if you uh, say I'm interviewing someone and I'm taking notes during the interview and I'm recording that interview at the same time that audio is synchronized to your notes so at the end of your interview or whatever you might have been somewhere you need to take notes a meeting or whatever you can actually go back through your written notes tap on a word or a point where you took a note and it'll go back to the audio that was being recorded as you wrote those words. So rather than you having to traditionally fast forward and try to find the spot in the recording, you just tap on the word, it'll take you back to that synchronized part of that recording, and you'll hear exactly what was said as you were writing that note, if you need to find out more. That in itself, brilliant, brilliant feature. There used to be a device called the LiveScribe Pen, I'm talking, we're going back 10, 12 years here, where it could do that very thing, but it needed a special pen, it needed a special pad, and you could then go back and listen to your notes. But now with the Galaxy Note 20 and the S Pen and this feature, that that is exactly what you can do uh, with, with, the, with this device, be able to synchronize your recordings to your notes as well. 
Now, camera-wise, of course, you expect there to be a great camera. Uh, it does have a good camera. This is uh, the, the Note 20 Ultra has a 108-megapixel wide-angle camera with up to 50 times super-resolution zoom, and it's also got a 12-megapixel ultra-wide and another 12-megapixel telephoto camera. The Note 20 has a 64-megapixel telephoto and also 12-megapixel ultra-wide and 12-megapixel wide-angle. So look, the phone, the the cameras on these phones, not quite as good as the Galaxy, the Galaxy S20. So the S20 Ultra had a hundred times zoom. So that's the slight uh, improvement you're getting there. This is still quality camera though. The, the pictures are just remarkably sharp. Uh, you can take really high-res images. I've got a couple of images there of uh, like the blue sky and some trees and stuff. You see that. My Dalmatian Logan's also there. You can see him posing there. And, but if you zoom right in on that image, it's just so clear and sharp and detailed. It is absolutely remarkable. The other thing I like too is the, the ultra night mode. Uh, that was uh, allows you to take photos in virtual darkness. And I thought I'd try it as a star shot. And so shooting up into the sky, I actually took a, a pretty good photograph of the Southern Cross. You can see that in my photo on my review on Tech Guide, which is pretty impressive. Now, the other thing you could do too, there's a pro video mode. I'm a big fan of this one because if you want to record quality video and audio at the same time, the pro video mode gives you the choice of microphone. So you can use the front and back microphone. You can use maybe the, the, the microphone if you're filming someone in front of you or if you're talking while you're filming something, you can aim the microphone, choose the microphone closest to you. You can even link a Bluetooth wire-free earphones. Say someone's 10 meters away, you can actually Bluetooth to their wire-free earphones and get them to use the microphone in those earphones for your video as well. Some professional results, great, great new feature. Battery-wise, the Note 20 has a 4,300 milliamp hour battery. The Ultra has a 4,500 milliamp hour battery. Bottom line, it's a day and a half of battery use. Uh, it, it, this isn't going to let you down. Even though it's got a fairly big screen to power, a lot of features to power as well. Uh, I, we use this as our daily driver, so we were doing everything on this phone. We got through an entire day, still had about 35 to 40% on the battery. So if we had to go out that night or worked into the next day, uh, it, it really, lasted easily through that time and then when it came time to charge of course there is fast charging it only takes like an hour hour and a bit to charge it fully so uh, that, that's pretty cool as well uh, the, we also have the new mystic bronze colour which was quite nice there's also mystic green and mystic grey mystic black in the ultra as well and pricing starts at $14.99 for the Note 20 Ultra. That's for the 4G 256 gig version. Pricing for the Note 20 Ultra starts at $1,849. That's for the 4G 256 gig version. And that does go up to the 5G 512 gigabyte version, which is $2,199. And as I said, this is the phone to beat right now. This is a terrific device. We've reviewed it in full and also done a video on this one as well. There's a video review for you to check out. You can uh, check me out there talking on my video and doing some demonstrations about the uh, the device itself, the S Pen, which also has some gestures that I didn't uh, I've demonstrated on the video. Some great gestures for taking taking selfies, taking screenshots, uh, returning back to your homepage, all through the S Pen. The S Pen can even if you're controlling a PowerPoint presentation, you can just uh, navigate through the presentations using the button on the S Pen. It is remarkable. If you want to read that complete review of the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 Ultra, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. 
moving right along to the Jabra Speak 750. This is a speakerphone, and you think about what we're doing right now. We're, we're working from home, communicating from home. So our the quality of our communication needs to be high quality. It needs to be really good. Now, one way you can do that is with the Jabra Speak 750. This is a professional full duplex, I'll explain what duplex means in a second, full duplex Bluetooth audio system that offers really clear calls. So if you're in a, uh, you might be in a conference room, you can can hear quite clearly 360 degrees uh, connected to someone's phone. You can be making calls that are not only clear at your end because there's a great speaker providing really good quality for you to hear, but there's also great quality microphones, which is also able to for your caller to hear you very clearly. So this is the latest addition to the popular Jabra Speak range. It's been optimized to offer both premium audio and also used in a room with a number of people. Now, full duplex means that you can talk and hear at the same time. The more the cheaper versions of these devices, a cheaper speakerphone with with weaker duplex features means that you can only one person can really talk at the t- at a time. So if you're talking while the other person's talking, whoever got in first, they're being heard, not the other person. Uh, so you'll find this feature on a lot of wire-free smart ca- for wire-free security cameras, like the latest Arlo cameras have full duplex. So your two-way audio is like a phone call; it's really clear. So, and as you expect, the Jabra Speak uh, 750 has this full duplex as well, so you can speak but also hear at the same time, like you're in a real conversation. Uh, and because it's got the 360-degree shape, it is a circular device that offers that 360-degree pickup, but also 360-degree audio, so you can uh, be heard even if you're in a big meeting room. You can even combine two of these if you want to create like a stereo effect for like a presentation or something. They, they do link, you can link two of them together. You can also uh, Bluetooth, you can connect to two devices at the same time as well. It remembers about eight but two can be connected to Bluetooth simultaneously. So uh, great for you to pair it to your smartphone or your laptop to make and receive calls. It works on on Zoom calls, video calls, Blue Jeans, Skype, uh, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, whatever you happen to be using. It works on all of them because it connects to your computer. And from there, you can uh, then have your meeting. Now, if you if your computer doesn't have Bluetooth, there is a way to connect a physical, there is a physical Bluetooth cable that winds around the outside. That's used for both charging the device, but also for connecting to your PC if you don't have Bluetooth. But there is also included on the back a little Bluetooth dongle, a little receiver that if you connect that to a free USB port on your laptop or on your desktop computer, that is Bluetooth connection that it can create to that computer. A lot of computers have Bluetooth built in. So if that, if you've got Bluetooth built in, you don't need the cable or the dongle. It'll just directly connect from the Jabra Speak 750 to your device. Now we have, it's easy to tell uh, when someone's on speakerphone, you know, when you receive a call, someone just puts you on speaker. It's very echoey. Uh, you can really tell it's sort of, you sound distant and hollow. It's, it's You can tell someone's on speaker. In fact, Whenever I've done conference calls or interviews with someone, I ask them to take me off speaker because it just sounds crap. And oftentimes they're on speakerphone because they want the their PR people, their their client 
they're a client of a PR company. They want the PR person needs to hear it. And I say, look, I don't want that. I want the quality recording. You can listen back to the interview when we've done it. So, but having a device like this, the Speak 750, not one single person asked me if I was on speakerphone. I can tell straight away if someone is on their phone. Not one person asked me if I was on speakerphone with the Jabra Speak 750 because it's so bloody clear. It is really good. It uses DSP, digital signal processing. So no echo, no distortion, sounds great quality. So you've also got a hi-fi grade speaker. So you're hearing voices, music, multimedia audio in brilliant quality as well. So we sounded great to uh, to to other people and the other people sounded great to us as well. That central speaker, microphone, it, it's surrounded by touch control. So there's touch controls for the volume, the Bluetooth to accept and end calls and things like that. Uh, it is a really nice bit of kit. If you're doing a lot of com- communication, if, if quality is very important, I think we, we want to be heard properly, especially now with a lot of us working remotely. This is more important than ever. Uh, you get about 10 hours of coverage on, on a full charge. That's a couple of days worth of calls. Uh, you, you must be making a lot of calls if this is running out in two days. 10 hours, that's a lot of time. Uh, and as I, you, as I said, you compare two of these, two devices to the, the Jabra Speak 750, but also link two of these as well. If you want to get that stereo connection going, you might do a multimedia presentation. You might be a better, better left and right separation. Uh, there is also a Microsoft Teams variant for the Speak 750. Uh, so it's got a dedicated LED button, which allows instant connection for your colleagues. Uh, notification alerts. Uh, it alerts users when it's time to join a call as well. Uh, so if you're a Microsoft Teams company, there is a dedicated version. For the rest of us, there is the just the generic version, which is available now, priced at $450. Uh, it can be programmed for Siri, Google Assistant, or Speed Dial. It does have a smart button that it can be programmed for those voice assistants and for your Speed Dial. So Jabra Speak 750, uh, I speak very highly of it because I have used it and continue to use it. And it is uh, really rather than having to pick up my phone and put it in my ear, I can just hear them in such high quality and they can hear me. It does really help uh, help me through the day. The Jabra Speak 750, 450 bucks, and the complete review is at techguide.com.au. Now, I know charging your devices is something we've all got to do, uh, and often the device we need to charge is our laptop. And normally what's involved with charging a laptop is a PowerPoint and your charger, and you're stuck there while you're charging. Well, not anymore because the Signet Charge Up Edge Plus, I think I called it Edge HD Plus in the intro, the Edge Plus, which is uh, the 27K, which is short for the 27,000 milliamp hour power on board. This is a power bank that is not only has the capacity, but also the output to charge your laptop anywhere. Now, again, we're working from home, staying connected virtually. So the importance of keeping your devices charged wherever you are is probably more important than ever. So the Charge Up Edge Plus 27K power bank can help you do just that. And I've been in a situation here where I had to do a Skype cross for a TV interview I was doing. And I realized that where I needed to do the cross was in in a location with a good background and there wasn't a PowerPoint nearby for me to charge my laptop. So I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to do this? But then I remembered, hang on, I'll just get the Signet Charge Up Edge Plus connected the power bank to my laptop. So it's like being near a PowerPoint. So I'm charging with a battery. 
So imagine that scenario. You're about to start a Zoom call, uh, or you need you need to sit in a room where there's better light. Have you worked out that part of your house where you got some nice light coming in from a window, or there's a nice background, and the PowerPoint though is nowhere near it, but you need your laptop to make the call. Well, here's your solution. You don't need to be a near a PowerPoint. You can connect not only your Mac, your MacBook or other USB-C laptop, but you can also connect your AirPods, your tablet, your phone. You can connect four devices at the same time. And it also has wireless charging. So there's a Qi charger on top. So imagine this scenario. You're charging your phone wirelessly on top. You've got your AirPods or other earphones. You've got your tablet and you've got your laptop all charging at the same time. And you could be sitting anywhere in the park, in the backyard, in your favorite part of the house, and not have to worry about finding a PowerPoint to get your charge for your device. So really handy one, this one. Uh, it is uh, the, the has the 27,000 milliamp hour of power on board. And that's that output, as I said, is high enough to charge USB-C laptops, including Apple's MacBooks, uh, as well as smartphones and tablets, can charge four devices at once, and has the Qi wireless charging. So when you place it on top of the Signet logo, on top of the power bank, you're getting a wireless charge at the same time. So a maximum of 72 watts of power output, which includes 60 watts of USB-C charging for laptops, 10 watts wireless charging for phones and earbuds like AirPods, Samsung Buds. And there are two USB-C charging ports and one USB-A port. And one of the USB-C ports is also used to charge the battery itself, the power bank. It's got 30 watt in, uh, so in charging. So you connect it, it can charge 30, it can accept 30 watts of uh, of input of power to charge up the internal power bank battery itself. Now here's another cool feature. It includes a USB-C to USB-C cable. There's a neat little spot on the side of the of the power bank that allows you to uh, to store this USB-C to USB cable and then pull it out when you need it. So you don't need to worry about taking your USB-C cable anywhere. There's already one attached to the battery. It's this is remarkable. The Signet Charge Up Edge Plus 27K power bank. It's 199 bucks, but worth every dollar because you're going to make use of this everywhere. It's available from Signet.com as well as leading retailers. You've got Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, and the good guys, the Signet Charge Up Edge Plus 27K power bank. And if you want to check it out, it's at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. There's been a rapid increase in cybercrime with constant data breaches, online scams and ransomware, just to name a few. Norton's all-in-one cyber safety solution, Norton 360 Premium, now comes with dark web monitoring powered by LifeLock, which helps notify you if your personal information is discovered on the dark web. It also includes device security and secure VPN with bank-grade encryption to help keep you private online, plus a password manager, PC safe cam, and much more. With Norton's award-winning security and globally trusted protection across 50 million customers, rest assured that Norton 360 Premium with dark web monitoring is the all-in-one protection for your devices and data. 
Norton 360 Premium is available now at leading retailers. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Our Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you by Belkin. Uh, they've just released a range of chargers as well, including a charger with a stand, so you can have uh, balance your phone on on the on the charger to watch your content, play your games. You can find all their products at belkin.com forward slash au. A couple of quick questions. One was from a reader who has a smart TV and wanted to connect a keyboard. The question was, which keyboard do I choose? Now, there is one uh, that I will recommend. It's a Logitech 600 TV, uh, the K600 TV, I think it's called. And it is specifically designed for connecting to televisions because it includes a little mouse pad, a little trackpad on the side, so you can navigate the uh, little the pointer on the screen and you can mouse around and use the on-screen browser, enter text. So really easy. You do need a Bluetooth connection. Nearly every Bluetooth keyboard will do, but it's a bit hard to use a Bluetooth mouse, so you do need a keyboard that has that trackpad that allows you to get the job done. There are directional keys to help you move around the on-screen menus. Uh, There's a home button to return to the top of the page, little things like that that make entering text and navigating that screen a hell of a lot easier. The Logitech K600 TV is what I'd recommend there. I did get a lot of questions too. I did mention an Epson printer on uh, 2GB a couple of weeks ago, and this is one of those printers. It's called, or used to be called, the EcoTank printer, and this is basically a printer that comes with four bottles of ink that last for up to two years. So anyone who's bought a printer, if they see the, you see those cheap printers, it's like 39 bucks to buy a printer, and then... You take it home and then five minutes later you run out of ink because the cartridges that come with those cheap printers are not all full. They're probably half full, the cartridges. So then it's time to go buy four new ink cartridges and you're paying $100. The ink cartridge replacement costs more than the printer. So if you if you want to avoid that, if you do a lot of printing, you might be in a household with uh, student-aged children or you, you professionally need to print out a lot of stuff, then I recommend the Belkin, uh, sorry, the, the Epson, EcoTank, which I think they call now Expression. Uh, there is also the Canon Endurance, I think they're called, which also offer the same technology where there are these ink tanks where you pour the ink in these tanks and that is your ink supply. So rather than you having to buy new cartridges and ink, ink all the time, uh, these last you for up to two years. I think I've been I've gone over two years and my Epson EcoTank is still chugging along without me having to replace any ink cartridges. All you got to do is replace the bottles of ink. And the bottles of ink are only like about $15. Uh, anyone who's ever replaced ink cartridges, they can be 60, 70 bucks uh, in some cases. They're normally like 40, 45, some are as cheap as 30, 35. But they add up, especially when you've got to buy four of them. So here uh, is a great solution. The printer does cost a bit more, so cost of entry, cost of investment is slightly higher, but you're going to get your money back because you're not going to the store every month spending 100 bucks on ink cartridges. So I highly recommend those, the EcoTank, which I think is called Expression Printers now, and the uh, Pixma Endurance, which are also similar ink tank design. They are the printers that will save your money but also save your sanity. And that is full time on this week's show. Thank you so much for joining us. Everything we've spoken about on the show, you can find at techguide.com.au. 
And feel free to get in touch. We'd love hearing from you. Email us at info at techguide.com.au or click on my face on the right-hand side of the Tech Guide homepage, the Ask Stephen uh, icon, and that will open up an email directly to me and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And you never know, your question might end up on the Tech Guide help desk. We want to give a special shout-out too to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that keep you and your family safe online. They've got a brand new uh, software that can detect if your details have been shared on the dark web. That's incredible. So please support the sponsors that support the Tech Guide podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.